I kind of cut off Evan earlier, but this is <laughs> the Funkadelic <laughs> Coffeehouse Chats. I'm here with Evan Coster. That's me, Evan Coster. Happy to be here. Um, long way to guess, you know. Heard a lot about these shows, seen them happening, and uh, finally get to be a part of one. Yeah, that was a really good. That was a really good intro. Uh, that kind of took me away. But anyways, you've kind of been part of my. You're actually probably the one to see my creative process more than anyone in the world. Yeah, you know, I like to to hang around you. You got good energy. Well, I appreciate you. And that kind of leads to our next thing of, like, how do do we get to know each other? Well, uh, back in the dorms, freshman year. Just so happened, uh, move-in day. Sammy boy was living across the hall in good old, uh, what was that, Atchison? Atchison. Yeah, classic. Classic. And, um, did you, I think you came over to our room, right? Yeah, because Adon came into my room and was like, hey, like, we're watching a mo- we're watching Scott Pilgrim or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim, what is it, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Yeah, and then Christina was in there, oh. and I came in and saw you guys, and it was history. Yeah, that was, that was it. But even then, we really... Like, that was still a pretty loose friendship. Though. Yeah, so, for sure. We were just kind of, like, school, like, yeah. we were in the same class. Yeah, right. And, yeah, same class, because business majors. We yeah. just so happened to conveniently live four steps away from us. Yeah, but <laughs> I started to hang out with you guys a little bit more, but then the pandemic Yeah, pandemic, so we all went home, and then, yeah, and then really we were just both kind of looking for... Yeah, how has it worked out? And again, just had this loose kind of relationship and worked out. Man, it's really... Man, it has turned out. Something has blossomed from it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man, I appreciate this man so much next to me right here. He's awesome. Oh, man. He's making me blush. Uh, Yeah, well, I'm blushing too, Ev. (laughs) Um, Anyways. (laughs) Second question. Um... Evan and I, actually, we've worked pretty hard on a few classes we've had together, but, yeah. not, I mean... Well, we've, yeah, we've worked hard, <laughs> and so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not crazy hard, but, like, we've, we've had to work together. Yeah, yeah, and, we've had to grind it out, absolutely. And going through yeah. that is tough. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Professor Rosen. Professor Rosen. Yeah, for the viewers at home, or the listeners, rather... We uh, had this professor who was, I don't know how old he was, but from the way he talked and moved, you would think he was born back when uh, that the key on Benjamin Franklin's kite would have gone to his <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the strangest man yeah, of was, all time. Yeah, a very odd egg, as they say, and kind of egg-shaped. Yep, and uh, just not like, the stats just didn't really... It's just really hard, okay? Yeah, it was not, yeah. Couldn't really retain anything. No, no. But, okay, shout out Mr. Rosen. Um, anyways, Ev, my second question to you is, like, why do you love Detroit? Why are you here? Um, so, for me, um, I've always kind of... My dad was born down here. Um, so, he was born in 1960. So, he grew up down here and... Uh, <clears throat> He would always tell me stories about his childhood and whatnot, and he would also bring me down here a lot. And yeah, we would do all the river walk and the uh, downtown campus marshes, all the, all the, you know, 
touristy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, but he would also take me to, like, where he used to live and drive me around, like, the old neighborhoods, and he would show me all the the empty lots now and tell me, like, this used to be so-and-so's house. Like, I yeah. used to know this person that lived here, and now it's just, there's nothing there. And um, it really made me kind of appreciate what I had. And also, just as an outsider, it was always just... I was fascinating, really. Like, whether that's really the correct thing to say about that or not. Because, obviously, if you're living in the city, you have a completely different uh, perspective on it. Yeah, for Um, sure. And so there's kind of a tight line to walk with that. Like, being interested in this kind of situation that some people would kill to get out of, you know? Yeah. Um... But be that as it may, there was an interest there and just kind of, I always loved coming down here. There's an undeniable buzz in the air. Yeah, when for you, sure. When you, cross, when you cross over into the city. And uh, yeah, it's always kind of been on my, on my docket to live down here, at least for a little chunk of my life and really get to, really get to know the city and experience the, the people of the city. And did you always know you were going to be like a city person? Uh, no, and I honestly don't think I will be. Like, this okay. is, like, like I said, I've talked to you before about, like, potential internships or jobs in New yeah. York and what, and, like, I have really no interest in that. Went to Chicago with, uh, Bella, um, my girlfriend for the listeners, um, hey, Bella. last Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, shout out Bella. And, uh, like, Chicago was cool, it was beautiful, but I have no interest in living there. I really think, yeah, the older I get, the more I think I'll uh, move out to a more rural setting in my older days. Ideally, you know, if the funds are there, yeah. to reach the level of success I want to, I can have a spot in multiple places and then won't have to worry about that issue. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. Just like land in spots. Yeah, yeah, just bounce around to different places as you feel like it yeah different times of year different moods because yeah there is just a rich culture down here in the city that yeah that i would miss and that i feel like i'd always want to kind of come back to at yeah for sure well when i was watching the interview this morning with jack white it's like he wrote he said jack white um, was here, but part of them never left. Like, yeah, it is. It's cool because you really do kind of get that different perspective. For me, it's like small town to here. It's like it's just kind of development. Like I'm forcing myself to kind of yeah, right, grow a little bit. Yeah, right. Really, it's like a yeah, like a culture shock almost. But I mean, it humbles me, but at the same time, you know, it's it's good. It's it's really good. You don't walk around like. You're so, like, I don't know. You're so individualized. You can't even think about the whole community and, like, things on a broader scale, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah, it's been an absolute treat living down here. And, like, the people just... Yeah, yeah. Man. uh, Yeah, very incredible. The most most free entertainment you'll ever get in your life. For sure. And just some of the most genuine, down-to-earth people you'll ever meet. Individuals. Yeah, it's... It's nuts. 
It is, and there's just so many great interactions you can have throughout the city. Well, just like have a conversation with one person, and I know it's hard. We've been talking about it with like social anxiety and like how yeah, no post pandemic, it's it's a lot harder to just go up and talk to someone. Yeah, punched me in the face that pandemic anxiety, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy because like I mean I I meditate, but still like. Sometimes you, you'll be with someone and silence is uncomfortable and you're like, ooh, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, like, right. Yeah, you just can't get comfortable. You'll be in a, yeah. Like, I'll go to the gas station and, like, I'll be, like, thinking about my interaction with the clerk. Yeah. Like, what, what the? Yeah, like, just what, what do it. Just me, do man? the event. Yeah. yeah. Like, what happened to me? Uh, but it's not just you, you know? It's, it's, it's everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got some degree. But <laughs> transitioning. Okay, so I've been living with you, too, and I kind of just want you to, like, just kind of talk me through your, like, daily schedule. Like, what do you got on the agenda a lot of days? Sheesh. Well, in the past, it'll be coming to an end tomorrow, last day at work, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's been wake up at 8, 10, um, drive to work in Ann Arbor, get there at 10, work a few hours, um financial planning intern so it was a lot of data entry crm management stuff like that um not really what i was looking to do really like talking to the clients when they would come in um as you know i enjoy talking to people i enjoy a good conversation and uh so that part of it was fun but uh yeah wasn't really for me so i'm leaving that but that would go till three o'clock i'd get home around four and then kind of just hang around for a second, half hour, an hour or so. And then typically during the school year, it was, I have to do a little bit of homework at least. So probably doing homework slash making dinner somewhere in there till like eight, eight yep. or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, I'll have leftovers in the fridge, don't have to cook. If I do cook, we're talking a lot of chicken. Just throw it in the pan with some seasoning. Yeah, yeah, you your know. chicken's always smells great. Yeah, just nice, quick, and easy. Uh, I just learned how to do the the fork trick where you pull out the fat from the chicken in one go. I was pretty excited. Yeah, about you that. told me that. Yeah. That was that's crazy. I finally got that done successfully. Got to grab the fat with a paper towel, people. Okay, you look like a fool if you keep trying to grab it with your fingers, slipping all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> Tip number one. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, chicken, um, some potatoes, veggies, all that good stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's all good, you know. <laughs> Better out than in, as I said. As they always say. Um, and then, let's see. Play some video games in my leisure time. I like the show at the moment. Call of Duty's always been in there. Um, I'll read. Not as much as I should, but... You know, we're always improving. Yeah, you know, <laughs> trying to build better habits. Yeah. Trying to build better habits. That's that's uh, been a goal of mine recently, is just to be more productive in my free time. Uh, learn learn a little bit more in my free time as opposed to just playing a video game or getting stuck in uh, doom scrolling, which we we talk about quite a bit yeah it's 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 a threat i mean it's just more yeah catching yourself like 
you're going on Instagram three times picking up your phone. Like, what What are you looking at? Yeah, right. What is What is in there that's going to fulfill this? Yeah, what's it's, the notification that's going to change your life? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, what are you waiting on? Like, what? For sure. Yeah, really, when you think about it, it's absurd. That's Pink Floyd, guys. Listen to time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's true. I think about that with doom scrolling. It's like, oh, well... No one told you when to run, and then now you're, like, 28. <laughs> yeah. But to all my older folks, I'm not talking about you guys, because you guys have lived and done your thing, and, like, yeah, you're just yeah. at a different place. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of talking about where our mindsets are at right now. Evan, do you have five things you can't live without? I was going to do ten, but I feel like ten's Whoa, a, ten lot. a lot. Yeah. Ten's a lot. Five things I can't live without. Like, what are, you, what are your five things you got on you? These orthotics in my shoes. Okay. That's one. <laughs> keep, you, keep you squared in life. Yeah, right? <laughs> keep me up, right? Yeah. mobile. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big one. Um, this is super cliche, but you got to say it. I'm a big family guy. I really like talking to my, really like talking to my parents. Uh, my grandparents. So the big influences in my life give me good advice. That's huge. Family. Family. Um, I this I don't know. I'm tempted to say just like gas station drinks. Wow. As a whole, but I feel like that's kind of cheating. Yeah. That's, because you, but you do spread it out. Yeah, like I really don't have a staple drink, but I always have some drink from from the gas station. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'll take it. All right, yeah, so we're doing that because, I mean, that's just... That's a good one. I mean, you stop at the get. You need a little something to brighten your day, add a little sparkle to it, a little a little season. Literally a gas station drink. Yeah, a little sure. seasoning, if you will, like just boom. Right now I'm sipping on a... <laughs> 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 a coconut aloe king, uh, nata de coco, as they say, and it's got... um. Anyone familiar with these aloe vera drinks knows that they typically have chunks of aloe floating around in them. And, you know, you either love it or hate it. I happen to love it. And uh, this coconut one, though, however, has coconut jelly <laughs> in there. And uh, Sammy here thinks it's quite quite hilarious. He's not he's not a fan of it, of well, the chewy coconut jelly. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's like a texture thing for me. And, I mean, you saw my face when I drank it, like... We, yeah, I know. We were in the car, and I took a sip of it, and we kind of just started laughing for about two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was not a face that loved what was going on in his mouth <laughs> at the moment. Oh, man. <laughs> I just had to relive that memory. But, yeah, gas station drinks are up there. Arizona's, Calypso, Lemonade. Wow. You named two good ones. These Aloe Kings. Mm. Yeah, that's probably the same. Gatorade, of course. Yeah. Um, let's see, so we're at three. Yeah. Four. What's four going to be? I want, I'm trying to think of something that... I don't know, because I typically, when you get, like, those little things in life that just, like... Yeah. Save, you know? That just hit you, and you're like, damn. But I'm trying to think of one of those, but I can't... That company hoodies, hoodies. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, 
Hoodies. I love hoodies. You both got one on right now. Yep, both have hoodies on. I have one hoodie that's like my uh, designated chill hoodie if I'm just lounging around the house. Yeah. It's a little bit comfier, a little bit baggier. It's more of like a blanket that I get to wear. Yeah, yeah. And that's comfort at a lot of levels. Yeah, hoodies are huge. Um, yeah, and also on a more personal note, you know, hoodies, they just, you don't got to worry about anything underneath the hoodie outfit-wise. or No, hoodies, like hoodies look just, good. Just throw them on and go. Sport, you know, a big dresser. Sport wear is hot, too. Yeah. There you go. Man. Mm-hmm. Fifth one? If I had ten, I'd do Mario Kart as one. Ooh. But, like... Yeah, Mario Kart. I mean, some kind of video game. Yeah. Yeah, video games. Like, like your station or, like... Well, your, like, phone, wallet, your devices. I don't know. And maybe, like, earbuds? Or, like, Ooh. a speaker or something? Something music-related, probably. That's good, too. That's a good five. Yeah. That's a good five. Because you answered that a little more philosophic. I was saying, like, cosmetic items. Like, the GQ thing. And then you hit us with family... And I was like, I'm just gonna let it ride. You know, yeah. If I was, if I was uh, in my room, maybe I could have given you a couple more. But just out the porch. But just on the porch, you know, porch mindset. It's typically more of true. A, we don't need that. Yeah, we're not in a materialistic mindset out here. Yeah, we're just looking at trees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trees and houses. Um. Okay. So my next thing is long-term hopes and dreams. Is there any big dreams you got out there? Um, well, I'd really like... I really want to do something um, in low-income housing. I'm not even sure what that looks like yet. Um, I want to get into real estate first. And, you know, even just our experience with this landlord has kind of helped to fuel that yeah. desire of really just making the rental market more trustworthy, more like... If you're a tenant, you feel like you're you kind of want to move in. Like ideally, most people want to buy their own house, but if you can't, yeah, I kind of want to get rid of this mindset of like, oh, here we go, I got to deal with a landlord now. Like this, yeah, this this <clears throat> upper bean. Yeah, and especially in the low income uh, areas around here and stuff, it's not great conditions. And I'd like to get to the point where I can, uh, you know, develop my own kind of housing. And again, I got to figure out ways to keep it funded and up and running and all that and get it but i'd really like to do something in low-income housing and uh yeah real estate is probably the a dream of mine real estate and then maybe uh some kind of coaching in some in some regard oh okay i'd love to have enough free time in my hands i'll be financially secure and set up my life to where i can uh you know just help other people out whether that be through coaching or financial assistance or whatever it may be i see myself doing a lot of charity-ish work in the future man that's awesome and i i did say something about like like navigating like how is navigating that line to be a positive good in detroit like because in the condition we're in... Yeah, right. Coming from the outside, you mean? Yeah. Being outsiders from the suburbs, not really. Yeah, you deal with that a lot. I mean, like... Um, you don't want to be that, that white savior, you know? Coming yeah. in here trying to... Well, it's uh, a renaissance. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, adopt my ways and you'll be saved. Like, what yeah. The, 
And uh, so I think it's just, it's really all about interacting with the community. You know, you really would have to. And that's what I'd like to do. I'd like to go knock on people's doors, talk to them, ask them, what do you, what do you guys need around here? What would you like to see? Like, if you could, if you had the money, what would you do to make your block better? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. And obviously city planning and all that gets in the way of that. And there's corruption and whatever and politics all through there that you'd have to deal with but yeah it's uh yeah i would really i mean yeah it all comes down to interacting with the community in my opinion is how you navigate that line because i mean a lot of you deal with that internally but it's also a lot of people will say that to you like i remember i was actually down here in um eighth grade my youth group for my church took a it's like the elca they do like a gathering every four years i'm pretty sure it is and so they typically go to like like before me they went to new orleans and cleaned up after like hurricanes the one after i did it was in houston after hurricane harvey okay just like helping with stuff like that and of course my year they decided to go to detroit so i didn't get to go anywhere uh anywhere else but um when we were down here one of the kids, we were walking down the street one time after we'd all, I mean, it's like our group and I mean, it's the whole ELCA, which is massive. Like it's all churches from across North America. Yeah. So like everyone came down to Detroit and we would go to Ford Field every night. And like, I mean, we'd fill up like half the stadium, like half the lower bowl. It was nuts. Wow. And uh, uh, one time we were walking back and this kid from my my group in church tried to pet this dude's dog or something. And the dude, like, snatched the dog away and was like, don't be trying to pet my dog. Like, get your, uh, get your white asses out of here trying to come in here and save the city. Like, you don't know, like, it just very much, like, yeah. what, exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, my grandpa was the pastor. It's, he actually died a year ago yesterday. R.I.P. Grandpa. Great, uh, great human. But he yeah. was the pastor of it, and he was like, yeah. He, like, grabbed us all and kind of stopped us for a second. I was like, yeah, you can't be acting a fool. That Like, you're in some, you're in someone else's neighborhood. Like, you're not from here. Like, you have to treat it with respect. Like, you don't go around like you own the place. Like, because not everybody wants you here. Not everybody yeah. really is... Yeah, your your intentions are good, but not everybody uh, will view it that way. Yeah, because there are, I mean... Because it is, yeah, right. It's you see the ill-intentioned yeah, people. Right, right, it's a sensitive topic, no doubt. Like, that guy, was, that guy was not in the wrong for doing that. What the hell? We got a lot of birds outside <laughs> that are going to attack each other. We got screeches going on, man. But, man, you said that pretty well, and that's a good story. Bald eagle coming in. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a... Uh, like a core memory I have now. It was a good, a very good teaching moment, good perspective. Yeah, because, I mean, what does it look like? It's like, it's, Detroit is, like, anyone should, everyone should read Black Detroit by Herb Boyd. Like, seriously, that book is incredible. It talks about all the stuff that the city hasn't gone through and yeah. has made it the way it is. Yeah, my history of Detroit class was... Probably incredible. Probably... It was. It was the best class I've taken here. Like, yeah. That gave me the most insight and probably knowledge more so than any other class I've taken here. And that can be a pull. Like, that's incredibly applicable. Like, um, just learning how it came to be and, you know, like, yeah. You know your history or you're doomed to repeat it, as I say. For sure. 
We gotta we gotta innovate off the pass. Yeah. Um, I have a few more questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you happy you came to Wayne State? Like, how has your Wayne State experience been? Uh, yeah, you know, I like I said, I love living in Detroit. Um, I, just being a college kid, um, I do I do wish there was a bit more of a party scene. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, there's Michigan State that you can go up to on the weekends, which I do a fair amount of that. But uh, I do feel like uh, I haven't gotten, you know, I just, I'd like to let loose a little bit more and just kind of, you know, be a degenerate, if you will. Yeah. And this isn't really the place for that. No. And, it definitely isn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I love, I really, yeah, I love Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll look back and regret that no. here, no. No, I don't think so either. I think I think it was probably the best decision I made. I was thinking about that today, walking around the city. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so happy I decided to come here just off, like, a visit and, like, my like for cities. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that I will say, is very true. Because, like, when I do go up to um, state in East Lansing, it's like, without the campus... There is nothing, nothing up there. Nothing. Like, no. <laughs> so, That's why they're East Lansing. Like, I, I always think about, like, the homeless problem they're going to have. Yeah. It's going to be really bad. Yeah, well, you, you see it. You see it, for and, sure. Yeah. But, like, just, like, they, like, literally shoot up buildings. Like, yeah, so it is quick. nuts. I, uh, I remember Bella lived in Skyview Apartments on uh, Michigan Ave last year or something. Okay. I think it was, yeah, last year, last uh, school year. And every time I go up to visit her, they were building new apartments across from her. And, like, I watched them get built from the ground up, like, over a year. And then when I left, and she left for the summer, so I never went back and saw them. And then she moved from that place and lives somewhere else now. And um, then I was talking to this lady at my work whose daughter just moved to state for graduate school. And she's living in those new apartments. Like, they got them up in Damn. a year. Like, it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. And you see, like, flooding stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's great. It's, man, yeah, yeah, I mean, they don't look that sturdy. And they all look exactly the same. Like, they use whatever found. I know there's a name for it. I saw a video about it once. Because it's like, uh, it passes some certain code. And it's the cheapest way to get it up and going. And, wow. Yeah, it's nuts. But, yeah, they just print those things. It's nuts. Now, a real question. So, okay. So, I kind of want to phrase this in two parts. I just want you to give me, like, your general thoughts on aging. Like, because we've talked about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, like, also just, like, what you're you're scared of for your future. Alright. My general thoughts on aging... Um... My dad is a excellent role model to have for this because he's 63 or something like that. Does not look it. He has a goal to water ski at least once a year. All right, truck. We're we're trying to do something here. uh, He has a goal to water ski at least once a year until he's 70. And, And I'd say he's well on his way to doing that. 
And so, yeah, you just got to keep moving are my thoughts, and I need to start doing better about that now at this young age so I don't have to catch back up when I'm yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's a lot harder to catch up. Yeah, right, and just keeping it all moving and fluid. You got to start doing some more stretches for the hips and the, mm-hmm. all the big joints. Yeah. yeah, yeah, keep your trunk active. Um, and then you got to, I mean, you got to keep the kid alive in you, I think. Like you can't take it too seriously. Like, yeah, you have, like, you have to put some humor on life. Absolutely, and you have to enjoy like the little stupid things every now and again, and just let yourself be a uh, let yourself be a kid again. Like I swear to God, you do. I know, dude. Like, I swear, we we were running on Woodward today. Like I was just talking about <laughs> yeah. it, and like we were walking across the Blick Art Materials. Follow my art, Funkadelic Coffeehouse. Um, <laughs> and there's a car coming. We just felt like it was fine, but then we realized that like we probably weren't gonna make it walking so evan flew started running and i'm like all right i'm running too so and then we were laughing for a while it's just like it's small stuff like that that just lightens your day up yeah you just can't take life too seriously you know i think that's a huge key to remember as you get older and uh especially coming into this next maybe not even like older older i say it's gonna be the most important to remember in this next 10 years yeah for sure life for sure. Because we still don't know anything. Yeah, but, right. Like, to act like we do. Yeah, right, well. exactly. Right. T- 10, 20 years when we're going through it. Building our yeah. our legacies. Yeah. If you will. What do we want to lay down? Yeah. So then that leads to the fears. Oh, fears? Well, I have... Oh, phys- I mean, just physical health. Okay. Um, Like, from a joints perspective. Not from, like, a cancer disease perspective. Okay. From, like, a... Like, I was born with horrible knees and ankles. My parents were too soft to keep me in these boots that I was supposed to wear. They couldn't listen to me cry. Those, so now I'm now I'm stuck with these, uh, however you want to describe them, ankles. Yeah, but you're still, like, athletic. Yeah, I mean, I can still move and stuff. But, like, golfing, I, like, notice it. Like, it gets in the way. Like, it's... And, like, squatting at the gym. Like, I gotta be careful. Like, I, like it's it's different. Like, when someone tries to tell me what to do, I'm like, ah. But, listen, my my foot points 45 degrees to the right. So, <laughs> so lining up like that doesn't quite work for me. That, and then uh, I hurt my back junior year of high school. Actually squatting, funnily enough. And, uh... That's gotten leaps and bounds better, and I keep up pretty well on that, stretching it and whatnot. Um, but yeah, just being able to move, I mean, that's that's terrifying. Like, being fully there mentally, and then not being able to enjoy the things that you know you would like to enjoy, and yeah, like, just because you physically cannot, that'd be awful. I'm a big, like, hiker, outdoors guy, I love that, I'd like to keep doing that for a very long time. So much fun. Yeah, great. Great stress relief, good exercise. Just move your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the biggest. Is physical health is my biggest fear, probably. And then, obviously, just not uh, accomplishing everything I want to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that one scares me, of course. Yeah, the usual ones. That regrets, if I look back, regret it. The usual melancholy. You know, the usual rainy day thoughts. <laughs> Get those out of the way! <laughs> yeah. 
All right, well, we'll leave it on a good note because just know that that happens with everyone, the melancholy, but there's good too. So what are, what's, some, what's some advice you would give to your younger self? Uh, some advice I give to my younger self. Yeah. Don't, don't get so caught up in, uh, like, the internship world and, like, the, just find your passion, um, just kind of, yeah, do what makes you happy and kind of fine-tune what you want to do for your career to fit that, like, find your avenue through something that makes you happy and then like for me I'm in finance and uh I'm looking at sports now like more of a sports management role and finding finance somewhere in there because sports is a passion of mine and whatnot and um yeah don't and don't be in such a rush to grow up holy cow yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that's a big one yeah that's crazy I wouldn't I wouldn't even wish out my worst enemy don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Compare and despair, baby. Don't do that. Yeah, that'd be a big one. Uh, really gotten better about that in the last year or so. Um, yeah, just have fun. Just keep having fun. Stay in the moment. Stay alive. S- stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd probably be it. That's it, man. That's all I got for you. Yeah. I think I'm tapped. I think I'm tapped for the day. <laughs> good because we're finished alright well thanks Evan for coming on yeah man it's been an absolute treat yeah this is a good interview I'm really happy with the length and the time alright this has been Funkadelic Coffeehouse Chats yes, with sir. your host Sam and Evan himself follow me at Funkadelic Coffeehouse Mean Bean Show will be coming next week we had some difficulties this week <laughs> on to the next one